podcastjuice.net. Did you know that Podcast Juice is premium content? Well, check out Podcast Juice All Access. Join today and get instant access to over nine years of great classic podcasts, members-only shows, and more exclusive content. Go to podcastjuice.net backslash all access and join today. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and actually ain't no boys and girls tonight. It's, it's adults, 18 and over. So all my grown <laughs> folks, uh, listen up. because We got a story to tell tonight. We're going to get into, I'm calling this show Erotic City. Uh, I am joined tonight by the ladies, and they're going to help me really break this thing down and get in, you know, get into the nasty and, you know, sexy and, you know, if it's Prince, hey, damn near salvation side of sexuality. Um, so that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. Joining me, first off, we have Tammy. How you doing? Hello, hello, hello. I hope everyone is well today. Feeling in better spirits um, in light of everything. So we're going to have some fun tonight. All right. And also joining me is Miss Fire. Fire, how you doing? I'm fine. How are you guys doing this evening? Glad to be here. Doing good. I'm ready to get it in. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of men jealous of you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Yeah, I've been seeing All these women. I, I've been seeing the pictures now. Okay. No, I'm talking about all these women. Oh, hey. Listen, tonight we make love with only words. <laughs> That's my okay. man. Okay. <laughs> direct quote from my man. Listen, as as a dude, I know a lot of a lot of fellas out there over the years uh, who are fans of Prince. You. Well, we could do a whole show of dudes like running down all of the Prince game they tried to use. Mm. <laughs> maybe some worked, maybe some did. A lot didn't, because I mean, Prince can do a lot that normal civilians cannot get away with. Right. I, I dated a guy that was into Prince like me, but it was in the wrong way, where he thought he was Prince, and that oh, was Lord. not sexy at all. It was very annoying. It was like no, <laughs> but even, you was dating. Even him? if he had like looked like Prince, it's just everything. He was the opposite of Prince. He was like Bizarro Prince. He was like Bizarro uh, Prince. You know, court jester. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I remember um, real quick. Now you got me thinking about this. I was in high school, shit, and uh, there was these twins. Uh, sister, sister. Diamond and Pearl. <laughs> well, no, this was more like uh, Malika and, Ch- and Tika, but I mean, woo. And, you know, back then, all we saw, you know, dudes, all big booty, blah, blah, blah. So, anyway, my one partner, you know, he was going to try and holler at the one, and I was going to try to holler at the other, his sister, right? And my dumb ass, thinking I can pull a, a Morris Day or something. Uh. Here I am, I walk up to the young lady. This is so disrespectful, but <laughs> I was dumb. I was young and stupid. I walked up to her. I said, uh, uh, how you doing? I said, oh, hey, what's up? We're going to make love or what? Oh. She, <laughs> she looked at me like, <laughs> get this step. Did you have them five fingers across your face or what? <laughs> Almost. I mean, you know, it, it was you about. You walked a, right out she, the drawers. Yeah she, yeah, she was out. She was like, get this guy out of here. I was like, ah, Security. Shit. 
But like I said, man, we was listening to the music so much, and I was like, man, them cats is cold with it, and they, you know, Prince and Morris, they, man, oh, okay, I'm going to do that. And no, no, you're not. No, you're not going to do that. So anyway. Yeah, you listen to any of the Time or, or Alexander O'Neill albums, all those interludes, you know, you listen to Alexander O'Neill's Hearsay and Jimmy Dam and Terry Lewis, they had him talking trash just like Morris Day mm-hmm. and Princeton. And it's like, you would think that, and they were Matt, but the average guy could not act like, mm. you know, more staying Prince and Alexander Neal at a party, so. Yeah, that's you, funny. I was like, you can have the Baggies, the Stacey Adams, the, the, the Jerry Curl perm, but you ain't got to hit records <laughs> and you ain't on TV, so <laughs> it ain't gonna work, nigga. <laughs> but anyway. Let me get focused. So we, so here we, we're talking tonight. So here's what I want to start off with. First of all, I'm going to start off with a lyric uh, because I was looking at some lyrics today, uh, past couple of days. I'm like, man, what songs? And it's obvious you're going to go to the older songs, and you know, Eric's really getting it in. But even I found like the most, one of the most wildest songs my man had was one of the sort of newer songs and that song is come yes <laughs> and i was like is it, are we, are we go- can i can i read your mind right now do, do you go ahead as long as you wash between your soul and through your hair <laughs> if that don't make your part swell i don't know what will <laughs> <laughs> I mean, was, as you see, you got me going. My man, I mean, it was so direct in this song. Here's what he says. Uh, Don't be surprised if I make you my daily meal. Licking mm. you inside, outside, all sides, up and down. With my mm. tongue in the mm. crease. Mm. Baby, I go around. <laughs> see, I know. Yeah, I'm slowing <laughs> Uh, but I'm like, and we not talking. Hey, hey, hey! We ain't talking about the trees in your pants. Uh, no, <laughs> no. Prince is really, really, and it's so funny because um, he looks so innocent, but he's just really the nastiest mother funker ever, like <laughs> ever. And but it's classy. It's like he could be raunchy, and you're not offended. You're like. Oh, you you want to do it with me and my mom? Okay, no problem, friend. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, my man was I'm on the. I'm serious. Like he get, yeah. he and what what did he say? He said um, on Emancipation when um, um not even, there's a song wherever he's like he's like you know before I get with you I want to see what your mom see what your mom looks like because maybe your mom is finer than you like he's slick <laughs> with it like slick with being disgusting you know. <laughs> It'll come to me. Hilarious. I mean, my man. I mean, listen, and, and we're going to we'll get into things. But of course, people change to get older. But Prince was really on some freaky shit. Like he was not afraid to really get it popping, you know, spitting that talk. And, you know, from all, you know, from what it was presented, it was like. And again, I don't know his personal life, but it was like it looked like he was about that life. Like if. You was coming into the Prince world, particularly in the 80s. Like, you'd go to them concerts, right? And females was in lingerie. You know, I, I remember going to Purple Rain concert. I, I was like, whoa. 
damn. I was like, I was a strip club or something. I had never been to a strip club before at that time. I was like, damn. This like Apollonia right. 6. I'm like, they was a, I'm like, my man, he's, you know, attracting that stuff. I was like, I, I want to be like that. How do I get down? But, um, but anyway, I digress. Let me go back. What I want to do is start with the visual aspect. And I think we alluded to this. I don't know if it was on the last show or was off the air or something. But I want to go. First, I want to go to Purple Rain. Now, when Purple Rain first came out, I remember releasing My Neighborhood. The whole talk was that that movie was going to be X-rated or it had it was or they edited it down or something. It was just going to be super explicit or something. You know, it's like this movie's going to be crazy. You got to go see this movie. And I remember, as we all do, I'm sure, when Apollonia goes to Prince's house. <laughs> now, I hadn't, I can't remember, I, don't, I hadn't seen too many things at that point. This is like 1984. I don't things know. like what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's not, there wasn't the internet back then. So, you, you know, you, I was used to the Playboy or something, but you'd be hard pressed. To really be watching some porn or, you know, see the visual type of stuff, particularly with some black folks for me at that time. Now, I ain't speaking for nobody else. But when my man got her in that room, you know, she's crying, you know, backwards. And I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? Like, what is this? I and was freaking me. like waving his fingers. Yeah, I was kind of freaking face. me out. Like, what, <laughs> what is this shit? But then. I have a question. Okay, is that crying part? Is that crime part on uh, a download anywhere? Because I've always wanted that little excerpt. That is a good question, actually. I want to say, you know who we should ask? And I should have been on this. Jill Jones. I want to say that that might be her recorded crime playing backwards. I don't know why I think that. But uh, maybe we try and find out. But that very next, next scene and old girls like, I don't know which, I don't know what was going on before that scene when it cuts into it. But Apollonia sits up and you see the little draw. I was done. And my man's hand was going, whoa. I know my mom was in the audience too at the theater. <laughs> I, was, I was like, whoa. I, well, what? How is he allowed to do this? <laughs> he was getting away with murder. <laughs> Because he did it in a classy way. He was nasty in a classy way. It's just you could you could be as disgusting as you want to be as long as you class it up. Yeah, I mean, I think it was the way the way how that scene was filmed was was now that you look back on it, it was perfect because you know we all know Prince wasn't exactly the tallest, so her in that position was perfect for him for his you know. The putty pat, that's what it's been called in, in, in MPG days without being too vulgar. Um, so <laughs> it was shot very, very well. Yeah, that was the cinematography, the lighting. Now, let me ask. Let me ask. Those, were, those were your goals when you became a teenager was for that. That's happen. what I was about to ask. Who, now, who, after anybody saw that, was your next thing like, yo, I got it. I gotta either pat the pee or somebody's patting my pee. What? What? I mean, well, I thought I thought when, well, I, I, was when I lost young. my virginity. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought when I lost my virginity, I was gonna it was gonna be just like that. <laughs> 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 and unfortunately, it wasn't. But you uh, know, he he made it romantic. He made you know 
misogyny and molestation. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that, that's a whole other subject. I'll have to wow. um, probably talk about another podcast. Purple Rain is very misogynistic. But I loved it. Loved it to death. Go ahead. <laughs> you, oh, yeah, okay. I, I, had, I had to wait a couple of years for, for those um, fantasies to take place. But I have to say I was very um, pleased with my, you know, happening. Because my first two <laughs> songs were um, When To Our Love and Scandalous. Uh, okay. The whole scandalous sex suite. Did you have that? No, no, no. The just the scandalous. Just and the, the mix, because that was the days of the that was the days of the mixtape. So the mm. tape was playing, and oh, you know, how sweet! It was, it was, it was sweet. <laughs> it was very, very sweet. <laughs> but you don't, I remember, you don't want it to be sweet I remember now. it like it was yesterday. Oh, it was, it was, it, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying sure you don't now, want but... it sweet like that. You don't want it sweet like that now. Oh, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. We, <laughs> we grown. <laughs> <laughs> we grown up in here. <laughs> but so is it, is it safe to say, you know, a lot of things with Prince, I think back then, one thing I think is like some of, some of it was probably well beyond our, what we needed to be knowing at that time. But I mean, it is oh, what yeah. it is. But see, I feel like it opened the door. I think somebody said it, it. It opened the door to sexuality for a lot of us to to see some of that stuff, and obviously hearing that. Um, is that do you guys kind of feel that same way? Like, whoa, okay. Like, there's a lot of stuff um, he talks about in the songs back then. A lot, a lot of it I didn't catch at first, but then when I started to, I was like, oh wow, okay. Well, yeah, I heard this thing about words. So the words really, although you weren't doing it, you were paying attention to the words, and the words are very colorful. So you're painting pictures in, you know, with your of our young minds. And yeah, but you're absolutely right. It. it kind of, it was dressed up. Yeah, he dressed it so up some, so pretty. Unlike rappers who are just, you know, can be tend to be very just blatant. There's no imagery. There's no metaphors. It's just straight you know, straight to the point, whereas Prince put these beautiful compositions around it and he sang it beautifully where you didn't feel like it was um, sexual assault. You know, you felt like, you know, I'm going to, this is what I want. I want this. You know, you don't feel forced into mm-hmm. a situation or objectified. You felt like he made you feel like it's equal, even though it was still patriarchal. He made you feel mm-hmm. like... You know, you were his equal, you know, he's a man, but you're on the same level as him. But at the end of the day, it was all about him and his penis. So <laughs> I applaud him. I applaud him fully. <laughs> I, I think uh, I think the Torrey book may illustrate this a little better. I think that's where I remember reading it from. But it always seemed like Prince presented himself as like the chicks that he was always talking about in these songs were always like more either experienced than him or we're like turning him out all the time. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. Uptown yeah. comes to mind. Uh, some of the other songs, uh, Darling Nikki. It was always like she, this, the girl was really the more, seemed like the sexual one. And he was, I, I don't know if that's, I don't know if it goes like that in his later stuff. Certainly not come. He's definitely, you know, I'm going to put it down. I think, it's, I think it's balanced. I think somehow maybe in Prince's mind, I mean, you don't know what someone's uh, personal fantasy is like, Maybe in his mind, he wanted someone to be that 
aggressor and kind of just overpower him, even though he's a, you know, he was a control freak. So sometimes control freaks want someone to overpower them, and that's kind of the BDSM sort of mental thing of it all. So talk that talk. Who really, who really knows? <laughs> <laughs> well, I always Prince, Prince proves my theory that. I always say this, like, when people even get arrested for, like, sexual crimes or they have, like, deviant um, proclivities, I always say, you're, you've already had an orgasm as good as you're ever going to have. You had your best orgasm ever. Now, you're going to have different orgasms, but you're never, ever going to come as hard as you probably already come. And I think that Prince, I feel like he was always looking for that first time he had sex and he came. Yep. And I think every every woman, every new conquest, he was seeking that that time, and he was mm-hmm. never going to get it. Which which makes it it makes it beautiful and sad. And I think all of us as human beings look for that. I think that's why, you know, people get caught out there doing you know, living out their fantasy, so to speak, midlife crisis. It's like, honey, you're not going to get it like like you ever had it. <laughs> you're not. You're not. No matter. Now, you may find someone who you're sexually compatible with and you have really good sex and you love each other and you still come, but you're never going to come like you did that first time. And I just, I really mm. stick by that. I, I feel mm. terrible saying that. I don't know about that, but I'm going to take your word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I, don't I, got, I don't know about that either, but I mean. <laughs> no, 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 but I don't mean that in a disrespectful way to, because I've oh. had some of the best sex ever after that. But what I'm saying is the first time you discover an orgasm, you lost your fucking, you were like, what the hell? What is, what is this? Um, you, you must have had a bomb ass for first uh, <laughs> orgasm. Well, I think I'm trying to relive it. <laughs> I got a close shot age. Never, never as good as the first time, I guess, you know, you never, you know, I mean, you know, it, but, um, it can it can be equal, but what I'm saying is the first time you discovered it is like the first time I ate sushi and enjoyed it. Or I'm just saying sometimes the first time you do something sure. is great. Like the first time you see the Eiffel Tower is probably mind blowing, but then every time you see it after that, you can enjoy it more because you've right. already seen it and you can look at what's going on around it. It's not just seeing the Eiffel Tower; it's the bustling streets of Paris, and you know. You know, tra- going down the mm-hmm. CN, going to the Louvre. It might not just be you see the Eiffel Tower. It's going to be everything else in Paris that you learn to love and enjoy. That's how I see sex. Okay. Right. I don't know. Right. I, hey, I, I, I dig it. I, I think I think it's obviously different for men and women, but I do. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, look, look at look look at men. They they, you know, they're with a woman. Great. And the next thing you know, they get tired of it. But meanwhile, women are more mental. So we're still, you know, thinking about the last encounter that we had. Meanwhile, the guy, depending on who it is, he's like, ah, okay, I'm done with this now. I need a, a new a new set now. You know, I, I'm tired I, I, I don't know, it, though. You know? I don't know. I kind of think like... I kind of think like... I, I kind of think like a man sometimes. Like, it scares me. Maybe. I don't know. I... I tread the line, and I always say when I say Prince of like I tread the line where I totally, I'm such a girly girl, but, like, if you, I, you don't follow me on Twitter, but Michael does. Like, I'm very demonstratively about, I speak about sex demonstratively, and I'm like, is there something wrong with me? And I had someone recently tell me, 
you you think about sex a lot, and I'm like, I'm not supposed. To? And you know, I don't act on it. I think about it though. I think it's like breathing. I think it's like. Um, well, that's the I best don't know. part. I, like, I, you I don't love. necessarily act on it. Yeah, that's the best part. Is the mental part. And you could be on the train and, like, all of a sudden you are in a full-blown session. Like, no one on your left or your right will know what, what? you're thinking about. We're going to watch out for Tammy on and the train. And, and that's what happens when you listen to the lyrics on the subway. I mean, I will be on the subway thinking yeah. about every kind of sexual position. And nobody can get inside of your mind and stop you from thinking about No, Jesus, they could, boy. Forgive me all. Forgive me for all my sins. <laughs> Lude. Wait, if a man is guilty for what goes on in his mind, give go. me the electric chair for all my future there, crimes. There, there, there it there. is, right there. <laughs> oh, girl, sing it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So uh, moving moving into uh, the other part of Purple Rain was the, um, and we only seen a glimpse of it, but the bar scene. But I tell you what, man, if they was to just say, "Listen, we're gonna do the uncut," and just throw, it, I, I want to see that scene. Maybe it's because you don't see a lot of it. It just seems like it is so like, whoa, like just the little piece you see of Apollonia and just the little, you know, the nipple. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, damn, this cat is lucky as fuck. What? I was like, I know he hit that in real life. I'm like, I mean, I was like, how do you film that? And you just be like, uh, cut. Like, hey, tell him I'm rehearsing. <laughs> Babylonia yeah. <laughs> is my idol. Like she's she's one of my my the women that I really I think she's just so everything. She's a little too dumb for me intellectually um, in the movie, but that's just how they they wrote the part. But everything else about her, her aura, her style is like, of course Prince hit that. That is like she's the epitome of. I she's the epitome of every of him. She's like. Well, they say Vanity was, but I think Apollonia was physically more Prince than than Vanity. Um, she's just uh-huh. sexy, just a sexy woman. You, oh, go ahead, I mean, she definitely is, but from what I understand, like, he never, they never crossed that boundary from what I understand. I, mean, I don't understand, you know, <laughs> if, if he blind or whatever, but, no, it's professional. you know, for she, she was married. Girl, she's married. Not that she would care, but... That's the legend. Only There's Apollonia a lot of women. would know that. But see, Prince wasn't verbal about women that he slept with outside of my pay. Like, you really didn't know he was sleeping with somebody, you know, mm-hmm. and he was. He was sleeping with all those. I didn't even know he and Sheila E. Because I was like, boy, they really, you know, for years and years, I didn't know he and Sheila E. were a couple. For years. I didn't even know that. I thought they were just like best friends. Hey, my man. Am, am I the only person that didn't know that? I didn't know it was as deep with the engagement. Type I didn't know stuff. it was as deep as yeah. that. But what I did notice with Prince is that his um, tension for uh, doubling up. You know, because if you think about it, he would have <laughs> he would be dealing with one person and still dealing with the next person. And those two women would be in the same room. And I guess maybe hey. they knew. I don't know. I'm gonna shut my mouth because I don't know. I guess, you know, because like money. knowing gay, I'm like. Yeah. But knowing the gay, I'm like, how did you sit back and just let that rock like that? Okay, I he was he was he was like Bob Marley with it. He was like Bob Marley had the women around. That's each a other, perfect like. example. Yeah, they were all just around, and I guess you know, he sees you on Monday, he sees the other one on Thursday. I don't know. Mm-mm. 
Mm-mm. I mean, listen. That's why. Look, th- th- this that's cat- why I'm not married right now to a rock star. I do not. Talk, I'm not. I'm I mean, there's cats that ain't got no jobs doing that. You know what I mean? So imagine. <laughs> 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 so imagine it's Prince, <laughs> right? Mm, it's, yeah. is 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 turned on its ears. So I, that's why I always wonder. I was like, I mean, like, man, you ever use your powers for for evil? Because I mean, like, just taking the image alone back then, he was that dude. Like, you know, he excluded yep. that. So imagine people that was just throwing it, like. You know how normal ga- mm. cats can be getting stuff thrown at, but imagine if you was Prince. Like, that's why I, I'm not shocked because, again, I'm like, cats that, you know, got baby mamas lined up and they ain't got nothing in the streets doing it. So I know <laughs> this dude. Well, you know, you know, you know, so funny. That's a, that's a very good example because um, people have no concept like for instance like the game is on and there's this running joke about this hoochie that was sitting behind looking at Steph Curry I saw that you know really so tonight the woman was asked the last day but she was at the game tonight Aisha Curry is like two rows behind her long story short (laughs) you know people are like oh well you know she needs to trust her husband it's not about that it's like do you understand some of my some of my best friends are married to professional ball players so the amount of stuff that is thrown at these men, like it's incessant. It's like oxygen. Like you walk somewhere and 50 women are trying to get with you. And it's, it's that crazy. Now, of course you need to, you know, show some self-restraint. But Prince, Prince is not, Steph, Prince makes Steph Curry look like a, a, a garbage pail kid. Like, <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine? I have a very good friend that's very, very, famous musician, women love, they throw it at him. Like, just, it's sick. It's sick. And I actually block it out because it's like, oh, okay, you're just another. But these, they just want some, some, gra- you know, they want to grasp onto something that's there, that magic that we hear. We hear the magic. They want to sleep with the magic. Yeah, you got, and, um, you got something you can grab onto. <laughs> and Prince, <laughs> Prince was, he was gorgeous. He was friggin' gorgeous. I, I can't yeah, say that I wouldn't. Hey, I'm a he man, so and I can say the brother, handsome brother. Like I, I'm not gonna be hating. He was pretty. Yeah, he he was every, pretty. everyone wanted. Everyone wanted Prince, you know, like in the you know 80s, 90s, or whatever. But um, the most <laughs> thing is that aside, aside from right. his aside from his being handsome, like Prince talked, he's a very smart individual. He get in your mind and fuck your mind. It's a oh my god! <laughs> your panties will be 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 Lake Minnetonka before you even get out of them. And it's crazy I mean, because <laughs> Jamie Fox said, "Jamie Fox was like, I'm not gay, but you can't look in person his eyes. Yeah. Like he's just so he's hypnotic." And I really think God broke the mold on June eighth, nineteen fifty eight, because <laughs> I'm telling you, like. God stopped making these people. Like it's not even funny. Like just that the um, the aura that it just doesn't exist anymore. You know, we saw Muhammad yeah. Ali's funeral today, and is there going to ever be anybody else remotely close to Muhammad Ali ever? Well, you know, I have, no, have an idea not, about not that. Not in my lifetime. It, those there are people who have those sort. You know, that are very magnetic in different ways, but I just don't know if they'll actually be famous. Cause I've I, I've been around a couple of dudes 
who have they're that. They're probably more introverted. And I perhaps. see it, but it's like they're not famous. But if you look at how people react to them, even with women, you know, there's a lot of oh, women. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's just that oh, they're yeah. not really famous. So I don't know if a famous, I don't know if in this time of days, you know, the people who get famous are sort of people who sort of play and sort of, you know, you have to like play the game and get your 360 or whatever. I don't know if now the person who has the magnetism of a prince or, you know, Michael Jackson. Whatever. Like they would never, they would never get to Yeah, they probably the wouldn't even them. get in that, the door now, unless, you know, it would be very rare. So they can take a plain person like a Bieber or, you know, some of these people, they don't really oh, have God. any. Oh, t- Jesus. Oh. What's I'm saying? Oh, they, they have no stage, pr- you know, they have no <laughs> presence to themselves. I, I just said his name. I just, I just went flashing in my mind. <laughs> but even, I my mouth. <laughs> yeah, even, even if I, you know, let me say, um, whoever's, you know, and I'm not dissing well, I these guys. Under 30. I say under 30 because, like, Bruno Mars is the only artist that's mainstream that's really out there that you can see. And, and he doesn't even he have that. Put- I don't think he has that where it's, like, across the board. Like, people would be like, you know yeah, what I mean? No. Like, he, he doesn't. Across the board is, like, men, women, everyone is just just drawn to your your being. And yeah. That's, that's a hard thing to, to possess, really. And it took him. It you know, took for him me, 35. Attraction. Go ahead. I'm sorry, baby. Go ahead. I didn't mean talk for me. Well, I would say, hmm, who has that sort of thing now? And um, I'm, I'm going to say this in, in the most respectful way. I would say D'Angelo might have that a little bit still. You know, mm-hmm. just that sort of quiet. <laughs> That quiet mm-hmm. sexuality, that quiet, um, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> fire. That's a friend of like, mine. Per- <laughs> he got it. You know, like personally, it's like you have to have, you have to draw me in a certain way for me to even think about anything else before you even open your mouth. I have to feel that sort of thing, that electricity, that magnetism, that. Yeah, you, the, um, you, you know who has the magnetism I, is the music. We know yeah. Prince was in love with music, and that's True. what because if yeah. he didn't love music and he just liked fame, I would think he was the wackest person ever. Like that's the problem with these young people; they just want to be famous. They don't give a damn about the craft. They don't. They would never do a show, perform from seven p.m. until seven in the morning at three different shows. They're just not going to do it. Not for without a fee. Right. Not without. You know, Prince would leave his concert, and I've seen him go to another club and perform until the next morning for the love. He wasn't doing that for right, right. anything other than the love, and it just doesn't happen nowadays. It's all about, let me see what I can Instagram, and I'm in this hot spot. Right. Everybody's so corny. It's corny. Prince wasn't yeah, corny. Yeah, let, let, right. let me say this, and then we're going to get back on the, on the songs. You know, other people who I think have that sort of magnetism, they're not, but they're not, um, and I'm saying in terms of like people of color, they would be, you know, a Denzel has that. Uh, yes. And Idris yes. Elba has that, you know what I'm saying? That presence. Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz, Lenny perfectly. Kravitz? Yeah. yeah, it's like yeah. so. It's, it's it's that type of mag, and you know we're talking a lot of male sort of energy that sort of magnet, you know, really draws people. Uh, but again, I don't know if there'll be a musician that has that. And you said D'Angelo, I can see, I can see that, but it is far few and far between now to actually have that and to have the talent in the whole package. 
you know, mm-hmm. to go in. But I want to get back into the lyrics. Uh, so we talked about the bar thing, the bar scene. I want to go, I'm going to dial it back. So now, Prince was very like upfront with it. So I want to talk about the song Head. You know, that was <laughs> one of the early joints. Dirty Mind, hey. Yeah, and he just went full on. I mean, obviously he had the two albums before, and you alluded to a little things in that, but it was kind of played sweet. Excuse me. But when he got to Dirty Mind, it was like, nah, I'm rude boy. You know, let me get these bikini pants on, you know, with the, the, uh, with the leg warmers or whatever, trench coat, hair looking crazy, and just going mm. raw dog. I mean, to me, that was, that was him going raw dog. <laughs> he went raw. <laughs> well, it's funny because when I was little, this is how I know Prince ruined me. When I first heard that song, I thought he was talking about kissing. <laughs> I thought he was talking about tilting your head, kissing, until you're burning up. I didn't know. I was, you know, I, had no I didn't know. I had no idea. I didn't know what the hell. And, and then even when I got older, black men, you know, the myth of black men didn't get head. I mean, I didn't get head until I was, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Telling yourself. So I didn't know. I, I didn't know. Oh, my God, he's talking about putting your mouth there. And the concept of it was, once I knew, kind of knew what it was, I thought just like putting your mouth there, not <laughs> moving your mouth and doing things with your tongue. So, <laughs> so I was innocent at one point in time. And I just, that's how good his music is that I thought it was about kissing. And I'm walking around the house singing head until you're burning up, you know, <laughs> not knowing. See, that. I thought it was about a fever. When I was oh, young, interesting. Young, young. <laughs> I thought about a fever, like you know, till you're burning up, till you're hot, you you know, you're past ninety eight point seven, like a fever. That's what I thought until. Oh, that's so cute! <laughs> so cute! <laughs> that's oh, so shit. cute. Oops, sorry about that. Look at that. But um, it's it's funny. She thought it was about a fever. I just thought it was about heavy kissing. You know. And then um, when I, the first time somebody did do that for real, I was, you know, I don't even think I was thinking about Prince. I probably was thinking about stars and spaceships, but. I hope you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't thinking about anything, but wow, like, <laughs> oh my God, now I know what Prince is talking about. And then that's when the song became even greater for me. I was like, oh, that's the greatest song ever. Yeah, give it to me until I'm burning up. And you know what else, uh, even though I'm fast-forwarding a little bit, that I had no idea what it was about? Alphabet Street, I'm going to crown the first girl that I meet. I had no clue. I'm right there with you. I was like, like, oh, okay. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Well, you know what's so funny? Um, I reposted the, the scene in the Detroit 1987 birthday show where he's singing head and he's like down on the ground mm. and he has a microphone under his face and he's like talking to her. Vagina. Yeah. And he's like, you, um, you want my mouth there, baby? I mean, just the sexiness. Oh my God. And then he's like laughing and the audience is laughing with him. But how many of us wouldn't have known that men like to give oral sex and so forth? Like how many of us would have lived, you know, thinking that it was, abnormal <laughs> well you know it's funny uh, you know if you're going to racially that was something like 
It almost was like, it seemed like it was taboo, not to say people wasn't doing it, but it was like, wasn't really like out there that much. I mean, to me, when I was young, head and all that, that was something I I somewhat associated with white folks. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, oh, ain't mm-hmm. nobody really doing that. And then it just kind of really took off. I, even, go ahead. Even blowjobs. Black women didn't yeah. give blowjobs way back in the Well, black, black wives, like women that want to be black wives. And I know this from the women in my family, like, you know, didn't do that, you know. And when they found out women did it, like, oh, that's stuff that whores do, you know. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, it was taboo. Men never... When I was in high school, they didn't, if they did it, you didn't know about it. Like, they weren't telling anybody. So, but then I got to Howard University and, woo! Okay. And you look at it today. So, I mean, as, as, as taboo and as you know, crazy as that song was then, like today, that's, it would be nothing. Like, it's assumed they skip ahead now. Like, <laughs> they eat the booty like groceries. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad Prince never went onto that territory. No, I'm. You know what though? He might have. If we dug in his lyrics, if we dug in his lyrics enough, we might find something. We'd be like, "That's what the hell he was talking about." I'm eating booty. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, as nasty as he is, he's anyway. <laughs> Hilarious. You um. guys are bad influences. <laughs> Um, one of one of my favorite songs. He didn't sing it, but he wrote it. Uh, to me, is uh, "Sugar Walls." Uh-huh. I, I was like, I remember. I, now I had no idea what the hell he was talking about. When it first first came out. I was just like, oh, this is the my sugar wall. And then somebody said, "Hey man, she talking about pussy." And I was like, and I was like, I said, oh. And then I'm listening to what she's saying. I listen to this. I mean, I listen to the song now and I'd be like, kind of be getting to me because she'd be like all in the ear, come inside. I'm like, damn. Uh, Sheena Easton was awesome. Some stuff. Oh, he turned her out. He, <laughs> she, when she got around him, her whole persona, her style, she was completely. Tell her, girl. <laughs> made over. Done. That little, no, what, what, little what? innocent girl. Change. Yeah, she went from innocence Whatever to happened. shooting up the club. I was like, damn. I never, <laughs> I never found out what happened between them because they were a very good, uh, they were a very good um, mix. Maybe she would even like her. I don't know. Something went on because you got the look, man. What? Yeah. Yeah, he did some, all that stuff. yeah, I think he had a couple other songs on her album at that time. I think. Well, I think she was married or something though, wasn't she? Or like, she had a whole other thing going on. But, uh, yeah, Sheena Easton, man. And then, of course, you know, Vanity, Nasty Girl. That's a, that's a classic, man. That's just like. <sighs> I always remember uh, when I hear the song, I always think back to Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> when Eddie Murphy's in the strip club, that scene. And they're playing, mm-hmm. playing the song. <laughs> but, man, I mean. Yeah, so at this point, uh, Tammy, like, what are some of the most, the the lyrics that stand out for you? Well, which particular song? In, in, anything. Anyone? Any whatever you're like. Something that to you is like, yeah. Um, I guess the very first 
that I'll go back to is International Lover. Mm. That mm, is mm, the mm. architect of it all. Yeah. And I guess mm. the standout the standout lyrics to me is uh Good evening. This is your pilot Prince speaking. <laughs> mm. Um oh, hold on one second, I gotta pull it up. Oh yeah, you're flying aboard the seduction seven forty seven. Mm. This plane is fully equipped with anything your body desires. All right, I need a first class. If for any reason there's a loss in cabin pressure, I will automatically drop down to apply more to activate the flow of excitement. Extinguish all clothing, materials to put my body close to yours. Place my lips over your mouth and kiss and kiss. What? To liken (laughs) us to equate a plane with having sex is just perfect because that's what it should be about. It should be this up build until the climax and he's just walking through every single step that he's going to do as your pilot. Who doesn't get on a plane and think about that? You're just dead as a French fan. You, you don't have a pulse. Because when I get on a plane, I'm like, mm-hmm. so that is the ultimate for me. And, and, so, and just taking the words that you just said, and then when you put that to the way he says it and sings it, yeah, it's just uh, like, damn. Like, like I said, your seat cushion may be used as a flotation device. Lord uh, have mercy. Uh, uh. <laughs> Can you understand what the man is telling you? Uh, perfect lyric. Yeah, that was that is the top for me. Is international lover. All right, the top. Uh, man, uh, fire. Is there anything that stands out to you that you kind of remember? <laughs> and this is why I actually love Tammy now because that is definitely in my. Hello. Did we lose fire? Oh, we did. Uh, well, if you are there, fire, call back or something. She's still here, but maybe her phone. Oh, there she goes. Here she comes. Hello, fire. I'm sorry, guys. Did, did, did the lyrics get to you? Prince <laughs> <laughs> cut the phone off because he's like, "You, you guys shouldn't be talking about this dirty stuff anymore. You should be talking about that stuff." <laughs> I was like, oh, she had to go handle some business. Um, She'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tammy, like, you really, I, I love, like, International Lover is such a deal feeler for me. Um, it's funny that you mentioned that because 1999 is definitely, it, it teeters between my second and third favorite um, fighting the sign of the time um, for no, my number two spot album-wise. Um, but that whole album where he says, and let's pretend we're married, I sincerely want to fuck the face uh, out of your mouth. Yes. Like, dude, I was like, what? <laughs> you know, like, to hear that, and just that one line, you know, let's pretend we're married, and he's just making it seem all sweet and innocent, and then he's like, oh, uh, let's pretend we're married because I'm going to fuck you. Um, and then in the breakdown of, like, Lady Cab Driver, where he... Every yes. hop, every thrust, <laughs> yes. he gives her a reason. Like, this is for the tourists in Disneyland, and this is for um, my my brother. Um, this, the, every thrust had a, a, there was a reason to his thrust, 
Like the sexiness of that is so just overwhelming, and it's like an anger pump. It's like he's That's what I was about to say. He was banging. Yeah, was absolutely like, ah. correct. Yeah, absolutely correct. You can see him with that face that he makes, and he just <laughs> have your hand wrapped around twice around oh, that hair, and he's just gone for broke. This is this is for Yosemite Sam and the tourists at Disneyland, dude. <laughs> what was he on? Like he, he was like, he was on some kind of. Dr- he was sober. That's the crazy part. This man was sober, thinking this. That's how you know he was anointed. Like um, he was just letting so you know that it lyrics. was just for. He was just tearing it up. It was like this is for whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's for it, Disneyland. It's for this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, it's Ooh. like in um, I hate you. Where he's mad at her. Oh, it's yeah. another anger fuck song. And he's like, turn your ass around. I want to cover mm-hmm. with this sheet. You know, like. That's a cold and song. And he does to her. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Don't get me started. That's, mm-hmm. that's in my top five. Um, I Hate You is just. You know who that was about? You know who he wrote that about, right? Oh, yeah, Miss Carmen Electra. Oh, okay. A lot of people don't know that. Um, <laughs> but it's so crazy because in the remix when he talks about how much money he spent on her and stuff and uh, how allegedly she was sleeping with a band member, but we won't go there. But um, he's just, he's just nasty. He was as nasty as they, as they want to be. He was a two live crew album <laughs> title. <laughs> he's just nasty. But I'm glad Tammy touched on international lover because it just, the, the entendres, the metaphors, just mm-hmm. perfect, perfect. And, you know, I find, like, in his later stuff, like, when I start thinking of, um, you know, Science Times or Love Sexy, and like, in Love Sexy, it, it, the, the talk is so slick in the songs that you uh. kind of don't, like, it, on the surface, it's like he, he's, not, he's talking about some other stuff, but he really's really going in. I, I always remember, like, when two are in love, and I... It took me a while to catch it because I had to really hear what he was saying and read the lyrics. But I think there was a part where he was talking about, like, my tongue in the V and all this. Uh-huh. I was like, my man, I was like, wait, my man's really spitting. Like, he's talking about, I'm about to eat this. Uh. I was like, okay. <laughs> and then I That's think, what he's talking about on Get Off, too. Yeah, I mean, Get Off. And uh, what's the other song? Um, I think the song Love Sexy. Uh, something about uh-huh. dripping all over the floor. I mean, I was like, man, like my dude is really—he was like, like you said, his metaphor, his his metaphor game, and his lyrics was so slick, and like he could say some stuff that was wild, but he would mask it. You know, obviously, like Little Red Corvette and things like that. You you would think he was talking about horse little, but he's talking about no this. Oh my god! This girl. That's my wife. I didn't know he was talking. Yeah. What he was saying? I thought he was just saying. <laughs> She was, you know, fast and dating other guys, but I didn't know he was like the Trojans and stuff. Yeah, no, and he says they're used. I mean, I so said this girl was letting dudes bust, had multiple cats, and he, and he was about to get in. I was like, this is some crazy stuff. Um, in the lyric where he says, um, "You didn't have the decency to change your sheets," like stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I I really didn't know until I knew, and then I was like, "Oh, Lord." <laughs> it makes you wonder like um, how much of the persona was just to put it for show business or was a part of him really about that life <laughs> like who's really well somebody said somebody said when he was staying in the basement was at his friend's house that they were over there and they had girls over all the time 
I, would, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. That's what I said. I mean, when you got so much power and you're a man, I like at some point you just fall. indulge into it. Just like let's fall into like if like if you could the be hard to talk. Yeah, man. Like, I mean, you, you see what Vanity look like? You see, what, you see what Jill Jones, you see what Noni Gay, you see what Kat, all these chicks, they're bad. He never once had a busted looking chick. No. There's one woman, I'm not even going to say her name though, that people say was busted looking. And I, not busted, she just wasn't as pretty as all the other ones, but all of his women were gorgeous. Yeah. With the exception man. of that one. I'm not going to say her name because I don't know. Are you talking about something in the later know. years? Yes. Okay. Leave her alone. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a bad angle. About... It's a bad angle. No, she was she had a cute shape, but yeah, her <laughs> facial, her hair was, her head was, uh huh. <laughs> um, bread. She had a bread and butter head. Hilarious. Uh, <laughs> to shift gears a little bit, I want to ask you guys about sister. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's some wild stuff right there, man. You darn right. Like, that's the one song by him. I like the song, but that's the one I was like, I can't give. When you really sit down, I don't know if I can give a pass to the subject matter, but I'm like, that's some, this this is some crazy stuff. I don't think he's ever went that far. And he, you know, passed the song like that when you're talking about, you know, with your sister. And say, I was like, man. What's going on? Like, motherfucker, she's a motherfucker. He wrote that. He, he wrote that for um, Game of Thrones in advance. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, you guys watch Game of Thrones. So you know I, I saw about. that. Yes. Uh, that, I actually, uh, I, I tweeted about that the other day because I'm just like that. To have, I, I don't think he. I don't think he did that. No, 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 no. I, I can't even take it serious because it's just so out there. But I was like, okay, he's trying to shock. He's trying to shock and all, and get some attention. I, I get it. That doesn't mean he didn't think about it. Yeah, I can't. I can't call it. <laughs> that's some wild stuff for me. That's a whole another level of what. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, I'm, and I'm glad he toned it back from that. It was like, okay, and and do you guys kind of see that too, where it was like. Particularly when he got to like Purple Rain, he was kind of just start to dial this back just a little bit, you know, the raunchiness kind of aspect of it. And maybe it was just more masking it as opposed to just being so upfront in your face. Because, you know, he had songs like Jack You Off. Um, well, see, if you think about all his other songs, they're true to life things that can happen. So why couldn't Sister be real? Why couldn't Sister be something he fantasized about? Oh, it could be. I just can't go there. Or watch. And no, I'm not saying you got to go there at all because I definitely don't want to have sex with my sister. So it's just a concept to me. Mm. <laughs> it's insane. But, you know, sometimes, I mean, sex led his life in a lot of ways. So you never know. That song could be a big hit, like in the hillbilly section or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> in the West Virginia Walmart, right. The number one single. Yeah. Y'all got sister? That's that prince. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, it's a, uh, Jack, you are. Oh, you know another dope, dope song? And 
I don't know when I think about the title, I have to pause to like play it because I'm like, it's just so crazy. But the song "I Love You in Me," mm. like for yep. a dude a to really sing that, one. and it's interesting because mm. it's like a guy singing it. But from the, mm. I was like, man, but that's a dope. I'm like, uh, I promise myself not to come into Sheeta's. <laughs> she took both mm. hands in the lie. I was like, damn. No man in this world could ever hope to last when my baby downshifts and starts pumping fat. Mm. I know what you're talking about, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so pretty. Like he, it's so pretty the way he. Uh, right. It's melodic. It's so beautiful. It's like he makes like the dirtiest stuff just beautiful. I love him so much. I'm sorry, I'm getting misty eyed. Um. Yeah, His um, song "Circle of Amor" has always been something mm. that was beautiful, where he was just being absolutely perverted. <laughs> and I, I even I, it was only a few years that I was even got hip to what that song was about. And I was really yes, and I was jamming that song heavy. I still, but I didn't know it. Just did, I'm just thinking he's talking about some innocent little thing. <laughs> Somebody told me, no. I was like, what the heck? I'm on an orgy. I'm like, my man is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about an orgy. Yeah, I said, I, I, was, I, was, I was dumb. I didn't know. I was just like, what? And then I really listened. To, I was like, I was like, this cat is a sneaky dude. Because hmm. I didn't get it. But, he uh, could be sneaky. He could be overt. He could be... Mm-hmm. Pussy control. He could have something like pussy control, control and just be. She had money in her pocket before she had dick in her drawers and just oh, like just raunchy, raunchy, raunchy. Like <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, and that's something we probably won't see for a very long time. That level of uh, complexity uh, of how to take words. And use them for different stuff, and it being pop, and it being mainstream society, like erotic city. Like, I mean, they used to jam that on the radio, but they're saying fuck. I don't care what nobody says to me. It's not funk. They're saying yeah, they're fuck. saying fuck. I'm like, how do you get away yeah. with that? <laughs> well, like Prince said, you know, the, the envelope has already been pushed. So anyone who I hear, I'm already prejudging them on their lyrics and their delivery because everyone now, they're just telling you exactly where they're going to put it in your ears and your whatever. Remember the Thompson Twins? <laughs> you want it over here. You want it. That's, that's vulgar. I don't even want to hear that. I want, <laughs> I want it to be poetic. And then I want you to go to cross over to the other side and be raunchy with it. But it has to be a balance. And Prince was perfect at creating that balance with what he was saying, how he mm-hmm. delivered so he could put you on a pedestal. He could put a woman on a pedestal and at the same time be controlling in, in terms of like taking control as what a, a woman would want a man to do. So that's like the ultimate. And you don't, you're not going to find that now. Yes, you'll hear a beautiful Maxwell song or let's see, who else of today could, the crooners of today. But it's like, it, it's not. I can't even think of any, really, because, yeah. you know, exactly. it's, the same formula. it's the same formula. You know, Prince was rock, punk, folk, um, R&B, everything, psychedelic. So 
depending on what mood he was in, and that's what sex should be ultimately. It shouldn't be just this one vanilla sort of thing. Maybe one day you want to be sensual, and the next minute you want to be, you know, come out of yourself and and, and be something else. So well, there's so there's very much able to paint those pictures for you. Yeah, and they're just so straight ahead with it. Like, girl, come in my room. I'm going to take off your clothes. I'm going to bend you up. Hey. Wait, can we, can we, you would get an F. You would get an F in eighth grade uh, literature if you wrote. Your teacher would be like, can we get some like, some metaphors, F, some similes? Hey, now it's that yeah. smashing it to smithereens. And, and that's we why in the vocabulary... <laughs> They have no, there's no nuance, and even if you're going to be overt, there's no nuance to the, the overtness. It's like when people call Chris Brown the new Michael Jackson, outside oh, of Lord. the blatant, the blatant inability to sing, sing like Michael Jackson. The lyrics, the, the, the song crafting is just, it's pitiful. It is, I'm a songwriter, like so it, it offends me profusely the way people write songs nowadays. From they're lazy with the lyrics, they're lazy with the melody, they're lazy with the song structure, they're lazy with the mu- the uh, musicianship and the instrumentation, Absolutely and it just right. makes for crap. None of it. You can have shitty lyrics, and the music is so dope that you don't even notice the lyrics are shitty. You know what yeah. I mean? Like right. it's there's no give here, and that's why people like Prince. You know, when he's sitting there and he's watching Trey Songz say sing "Purple Rain." And the eye, the, the way his face was, he's just that like, expression. He was like, this, <laughs> this is not why I wrote this song. All, all his face was like, was, this is not it. This is not the point of Purple Rain at all. Like, you're missing the point. And, oh, God, I hate trade songs. That's a whole other conversation. But it, it's just a prime example of they're lazy. And, and I always attribute it back to and I don't mean to go off on a tangent, but the lyrics, going back to the lyrics, we're talking about, mm-hmm. this is what happens, this is what happened when Ronald Reagan took all the funding out of music education in schools. So not only is the education system bad, but the kids aren't writing in English class, and then they're not leaving English class and going to music class to write a good song to go with instruments. Right. Well, you know, and, and I know it sounds crazy but i'm serious no, that, that's you know correct but that's that's where you that's where you begin and that's how you're you know you're you're getting all these words together to to, to tell a story and take people on a on a journey right you know, just, you know I think the, other, the other part of it too though is like um you know the the, the, the attention span uh and the way things are paced is totally different like there's really no time for for play there's no time to sort of be creative you got to get right to the point because there there's so many other things vying for the attention like if they don't grab you know i'm just saying this is the mindset if you're not grabbing them immediately they're going to go to something else and i think that's why music isn't even really paid attention to right now because of that and i think so the artists are sort of growing up in that same environment and the way they think bleeds into the way that they are going to write or do something. So now the songs just get right to whatever the song's about to the point where they don't even have lyrics now. Right. I think a lot of these songs almost seem like they're just chants or something. Uh, and, and, so you know, the I mean, music, the music matches the sex. There's no foreplay. Yeah, and it just gets right into it. And I think like, uh, that's why I said 
But then, as I think, it's also more it's more of the the mindset because if you look back at hip hop, like, you know, we didn't have the instruments either. But I mean, them cats was writing some shit. You look at Rakim and PE and Ice Cube and them; they was dope writers. But again, once the sort of the mindset started to change, and it was like let's just dumb it down, dumb it down to the basic level. What you know, the writers were gone. You know, no one's listening to Rakim no more. No one's listening to. They're not at the top anymore. Now it's just the. Give me the booty and whoop, there it is. You know what I'm saying? It becomes chance. Uh-huh. The, the lyrics are gone. I think R&B, we, R&B we, fell right Uncle, into that. Can we blame Uncle Luke for that? Blame who? So no, no, no. Can no, we blame no, Uncle no, Luke for that? No, there's always been the Uncle <laughs> no. Luke. There's always been chant. You can go back to uh, Do the Funky Chicken. Well. And uh, there's well, always been no, those types black, of songs. Well, black music is call and response. It's all plantation-based. Right. I mean, if we're going to get into the history of it, there's always been the chant, the response, the call and the response. That's not Uncle Luke's fault. To me, Uncle Luke carried a part of this torch, and he mm-hmm. expounded upon it. I t- I'm not going to blame anybody prior to... Uh, there's a whole lot of people to blame, but Uncle Luke is not. No, no he's, he's doing a traditional he's, style. The, it's just that there's no balance now. And in the way that, mm-hmm. in my opinion, the way that the, exactly. the business and the, the marketplace dictates, there is no, they're not going to spend the time to craft a prince or craft a prince-like person oh, no. because they just want the immediate boom, right? And if the immediate mm-hmm. boom is just to have the chant and uh, no distant future or well, some of these, you know, cats that got these songs that they're just about the little hook, that's all they're going to push because it's quick money and get them up and get them out of here and get the next one. Uh, they don't have time. You know, Prince, I'm not going to go on a tangent, but of course Prince doesn't become Prince Prince until like Dirty Mind or something. You know what I mean? Or even Purple Rain, which is four or five albums down the line. You're not going to get that kind of chances today, right? If you don't come out Purple Rain out the gate, you're out of here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, and then, and then you know, we're, not talk, we're talking about Prince tonight because a lot of this has to do with the label. You know, what you're talking about is A&Ring and artist development, they don't have yeah, that nowadays. You know, like, these people, they sign a group, they want you to already come in there having sold on Platinum. They don't want to spend any money on you, they don't want to develop you, they don't want you to sit in the studio for two years and make your album. They don't want you to go home, sleep on it, come back, go home. They want that album done. You know, when I hear people say, oh, I wrote that song in 30 minutes. It sounds like it. It sounds mm-hmm. just like you wrote it in 30 <laughs> minutes. You know, and there are songs, hits that can be written in 10 minutes. I, believe me, I've seen it. But every song does not have to be written in 30 minutes. Every no. song does not have to be finished in a day. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Songs in the Key of Life took two years to record. I mean... And, and he had a career you know, ahead it, of that, that, that he already exactly. had to work. You know what I'm saying? So it'd be different if... If Prince said I wrote a, I did an album in a week, well, the guy had been doing it for, you know, 10, 15 years, whatever. You just came in the game two years ago doing a song in a week. Nigga, please, no, you need to go learn the craft first. And, and read, read the personnel on, on Prince albums. Read the personnel on Stevie right. Wonder, Marvin Gaye. Read the, be, be, Marvin Gaye was in the studio with Smokey Robinson. Go kill yourself because you are not in the studio with Smokey Robinson writing a song in 30 minutes. And I, and I say that in the sweetest way possible. These kids, they suck. They suck. And that's why Prince, I mourn him because I know we're never... No, my I don't have kids, but my nieces and nephews are never going to have a prince, and that makes me sad. That makes me extremely sad. They have 
Chris Brown, and they think, oh, Chris Brown, and I'm like, no, no, and he's, he's talented to some point, but he's not singing one one hundredth of what Prince is. Like, it's just an insult. Yeah. Speaking of sucking. And the next, the next thing is that these <laughs> artists today, and I don't want to sound like, you know, the, the, the old bitty, but, you know, these artists today coming up, they're not even developing their own sense of style and evolving right. and growing oh, and oh, oh. So you have a whole oh. team of people creating their image, creating everything, and next team of us why they drop off in, you know, two, three years because they they didn't know who they were to begin with. You know, and, so and you know what tweeted? Top off. You hit the nail on the head because I tweeted about this the other day about Beyonce. And she I was one off. the day before yesterday and she had again Beautiful woman, can't hey, hit that hey. choreography like nothing. But I didn't walk away feeling like I could. I needed to go see her again because she doesn't draw you in. She's not connecting with the audience in that way. So I really right. left her with my thought. I well, really well, I don't want to get too far off. <laughs> We're going to be talking about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is yeah, a whole yeah. other show. But getting back to... Uh, Getting back sucking. to you were talking about sucking. Getting back to sucking. <laughs> Speaking of sucking <laughs> and licking and all the other stuff. We're like his own personal <laughs> sex talk line at this point. Okay, Michael. Oh, what, what do got, you wanna, hey, Michael, I, how how do you want to talk about sucking, uh, Michael? We, go ahead. This show we can't Michael. go too far now. Come on. Um, <laughs> but oh, I always want to ask you guys another one of those performances. Do me, baby. Hmm. That whole long part at the end, my man, like, I, I have to turn that off when I, because I'm like, I got a little uncomfortable. <laughs> but I mean, he he really did his thing in that one. I was like, this is for the ladies, because I'm like, this cat is, he's fucking, he's like, he's fucking on tape. I was like, okay. <laughs> but I mean, that was, that's a hell of a song, man. Yes, yeah. and, uh, I swear, sometimes I think he was in it. I would not doubt he's in the. He was either flagellating himself or somebody's in there touching him when he was recording some of that stuff. I, I'm surprised he just, doesn't have a song that has that in the background. If if they do, and he never. There's oh, some he song does. Where he's like, Wait a minute, what song is it where. No, no, no. Which is that where he's like a lollipop? Well, I don't think it was a lollipop personally, <laughs> where he's like making. um. You know, sucking. Yeah. Uh, oh, believe me, there has been some vagina in the, the recording booth at Paisley Park. You, 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 while you're saying recording. they mic the vagina? <laughs> I'm saying there's been Prince. Prince has been doing some freaky shit. He had his own studio in his house. Do you know what you could do in the? Anyway, I was about to, to say some. I've done some stuff in the in the vocal booth with the lights off. Oh, really? To. Not, <laughs> not, not like uh, that. But uh, you, you have to get yourself in the mood when you're behind the microphone. <laughs> oh, I, I wouldn't know, but I, that's what I'm told. You, you, oh, well, I've recorded enough songs. Believe me, like sometimes you got to turn all the lights off and oh, have no, no, the lights on. I was talking about a different microphone, but you, you're right. No, but <laughs> I have a song called "Me and My Microphone." It's funny that you say that. Anyway, hilarious, but. <laughs> One day I'll send it to you so you can hear it. But <laughs> yeah, I could see Prince having a bitch or two in the, <laughs> in the recording booth with him. Please, irresistible bitch. Of course he did. 
I, I say that with love. I mean, he wrote Irresistible Bitch, so, you know, he had a bitch in there. Yeah, I mean, uh, that would be, that, that's, that's hilarious. We had Dirty Prince, but it was also a, a, a nice process to see him kind of just turn up that growth and really put the maturity on what he was um, hmm. talking about. And one of my favorite is, uh, well, it's two. I'll say Dreaming About You. Uh. And it's, it's, not, it's not so much that it's uh, blatant, but he sounds like he's just, if you turn off the lights, he just sounds like he's just talking into your ear and it's just something about that that's just really, really mm-hmm. um, beautiful. That's one of those songs you put uh-huh. it on repeat. Yep. You're doing your thing. Uh, There's a couple of Prince songs like that. Where you're talking about about real life. Like, what's some songs you can put on? And for me, I can't play a lot of Prince that associated with different things, but that particular song, yeah. You can put that on. And then right after that, I just go ahead and play the whole second side of the Maxwell. Yeah, man. Uh, okay. Uh, I was gonna. Uh, oh, I it's wanna... so funny. She said, "Dreaming about you," because at the end of the song, like it's, it's so you don't even really think about it. But then when he's like just laying on my stomach, and we know what he's talking about, mm-hmm. dreaming about you, like oh, oh my god, mm-hmm. nasty. Also, too, uh, you know, just talking about that that magnetism, that presence. And we mentioned this before, but I mean, you can look at the movie under the cherry moon. And a part of that is just him, man. Just like the camera (laughs) focused on him. He just excludes this aura of, you know, sexual energy. It's it's part of me. I don't know what it is. I'd be like, what's you can't help but look at him like this dude, man, he got it. Whatever that it is, that's when you know he got it because he's not like he's an actor or something, but he has that presence about him that the camera just like really captured it. And I think in that movie, you really can see this is, that's Prince. Like, you can just look at him. There's that great scene where he's at the party, right? And Mary Sherman yeah. sees him for the first time. And he's looking. Just, I'm like, okay. Well, it's so funny because I've been talking about this online for the last few weeks. And I've always said it. Like in the movies, Under Cherry Moon, uh, Purple Rain, Prince always looks like he wants to. And when he kisses women, he like kisses their face off. <laughs> he looks like he's just trying to like suck them into his whole entire being. And... It's it's crazy. I would, Tammy, have you looked at him like kissing women on camera and like thought like, man, this man was really going for his. Like he was really into it. Yeah, I mean, some people have um, complained about you know the way how he kisses or whatever. And <laughs> not As if to, they've not kissed him. Bra- <laughs> not to brag or anything, but I gotta quote Usher and say, I myself am a what I've been told. And a very good kisser. So, I don't know. I mean, I think 
he really was just putting his all into what he was doing. Now, whether it translates well, hung well, I wouldn't know. But, uh, yeah, I would agree that he was really just going for broke and just going there. But people have made for like, oh, this can't kiss I think well, too. And under the tray mode, I wouldn't complain in that bar, in that barn. I would not the barn, the uh, cave scene. The phone, or the phone booth. Fumble. I wouldn't complain. I wouldn't complain. At that time, you know, I I viewed Prince differently now. I you know, he now he was like Uncle Prince, but then of course everyone fantasized about him, of course. Um, but yeah, now the Mm-hmm. Whole piece, and if you, it's kind of like, and I, this is going a little bit off track. It's kind of like Art of Noise. Uh-huh. If you can laugh through, if you can laugh through Art of Noise, you got it. And that's a long song. <laughs> wait, 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 slow. That's a long song. Did you say if you can last? Yes, if oh, you yes. can last. <laughs> Out of knowing, you're good. All right. <laughs> uh, what, let me ask you this: Graffiti Bridge. Now I know people feel wait whatever they feel about that, but there's that scene in that movie uh, where it's him and what's her name, Aurora? Is that uh, Aura Ingrid Chavez? The wall scene. Everyone, everyone should have a wall moment. Everyone. Yeah, a this, wall, yeah, the wall. wall. That was not, I was like okay. I mean, it's it was it was on some real like I call it fairy flying, and it's not a diss. It's just like it was on some real fantasy, like airy type thing. But I was like, my man got as as sensual as he can be with that, and I was like, that's still some sensual shit for print. I mean, I was like, they're not even they're fully clothed. Yep. But he was like, I was like, okay, damn. And how it went into. Um, Drawing repetition, I was like, "Love me, oh man, that was my shit right there." That's one of his best, his best songs ever. Yeah, that song is so underrated. Yeah, that song is so underrated. Like, like it gives me chills. I love that song. I could listen to it. Some of my favorite Prince songs are on Graffiti Bridge, which is a very underrated album. Um, that to thieves in the temple to question of you mm-hmm. just all, all the ridiculous. Prince songs on there are actually cold ass songs <laughs> like his songs are it's nice man even like even t- his wax his wax shit so. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, it, it had to, it took me a time to grow me, but tick tick bang I mean that's a yeah. you're talking crazy on that one yeah. uh-huh. and then that song dates back to uh Dirty Mind, if you hear the original version. Um, so, I mean, yeah, Prince, man, he was the master of sensuality, sexuality, right? He had the song called Sexuality. That song is fun. <laughs> <laughs> Inventors of the Jack. <laughs> what? Uh-huh. Oh, Flash again? They're all a bunch of double jags that teach the kids that love is bad. Half of them trapped that their brain is on vacation. A man was... <laughs> He was already on a manifesto back then. 
you know, and that's what, and that's what, like, I even love about this conversation. And I have, this is why I love the internet. Princess just made me love the internet more because it made me realize I wasn't crazy. Like that, I didn't care what anybody thought, but I was so into like his. Because I'm a lyric person, I don't care what the music sounds like. If the lyrics are good, you're going, you're going to get me. And he was such. He knew exactly where to put every word, probably just like his tongue. He probably he knew just where to put it, like all the time. He just always knew where to put it. And sexuality is the shit. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember that that video at the end, he like kind of stripping himself down. I was uh-huh. like, man, who's doing that? No, no. I mean, he was such a contrast to what was going on at that time. For black artists, you know, Michael and different things, but Prince was on a whole other, and he was going hard at it. Like, well, that's why it's so funny when people go Prince or Michael Jackson. I'm like, Prince kept Michael Jackson awake at night. Please don't, <laughs> don't ask me these questions, Michael. And I love Michael; he's my number four of all time. But mm-mm. Prince just got it. Yeah. Um, any last things you want to mention uh, before we wrap this up and towel down? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, there's one more thing I wanted to um, touch on. Even Prince, as he matured, he was still clever with his sensuality. Like there's a song on the Rainbow Children and one lyric that stands out, even though it was a very profoundly uh, religious uh, content and Prince was in a different place. And one of the songs, he goes, uh, wet circles around the toy while you bring yourself to joy. I said, oh, Prince, you still nasty. I hear you. I hear you, brother. I hear you. You still nasty. What song is that? So, you know, um, and if I think it's on, I don't want to say the wrong thing. I want to say the central of after. Mm, okay. Maybe. Okay. It's on the rainbow children, and um, he's still kind of having that word play. You know, still there, and, and songs like Silver Tongue, and uh, what else? Oh, even Revelation. I think that is a beautiful Yes. I just listened to that uh, today. Really, really nice. Really, really nice. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we mentioned that, but the you know, just real quick, just some of the, the great slow jams, uh you know uh, insatiable. Um, yeah. scandalous, particularly that scandal the sex suite. Uh, if you play that, the one, the, the one. one, yes, um, mm. of course. Oh, the dance, the dance. Okay. Oh Lord, mm-hmm. yes. Crucial. Oh my God, I love that song. Tambourine, power, fantastic. <laughs> um, I'll just hear with us. I know that's kind of eerie, but oh. I'm into that music stuff, so that's my I, jam. Uh, <laughs> Others here with us. Yeah, I, I could I could get with it to that. Yeah. Okay. Savior. Wow. <laughs> okay. Oh, 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 my jam. Um, um, 
the morning papers. Oh, Lord. Really? Oh, my really? God. I love it. I think that is the, I think that is one of his sexiest songs. Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I know it's not sexual, but I think it's so, it's so romantic. Like, it hurts my heart. Mm. Y'all don't like that I song? I got you. No, I no, it's not that I don't I like it. That, I've never thought about it in that way. It's so romantic. Like, it's just this forlorn longing for her. And okay. Uh, I don't know. The other one I throw out there is uh, Beautiful Girl, but the Mustang mix. And particularly, yes. yeah, there, yes. there's, there's that performance he does at the Glam Slam. It's on video. And he does this uh-huh. and he breaks it down. Man. <sighs> that beautiful. And he starts talking and stuff. Girl, you know what you got. Baby, you know. That's some cold stuff right there, man. That's why I like that oh, cat, man, because he be feeling it when he be singing it, too. That's not like he's just not just singing it, but you can actually, like, feel it, <laughs> if that makes I any sense. The correction is on that song is Mellow. Oh. It's Mellow on the Children. Yeah. yeah. Mellow, mellow. And another one, which is very, very short, and I wish it was extended, was Had You. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes, girl. That's it. Yeah, Had You. I, I, and it's... Um, you know what? Um, I hate to sound cliche, and it's from my favorite Prince album, but the beautiful ones. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's 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 so. It, when I say cliche, it's everybody knows that song, but that song is the most sensual song ever. Like it's like you're breaking up with somebody, but you don't. You don't, you know, you don't want to let them go, but you have to, but you're still going to have sex with them every, anyway. <laughs> I'm a mad I'm sorry. <laughs> Keep it 100. I'm a masochist. <laughs> Underneath the cream. Underneath that? the cream. Underneath the cream, yes. Yeah, that's right. And Underneath the what? Like, Underneath the cream. Yeah. I think that's part of, like, you know, kind of the MCG audio show stuff. It's on and the unreleased... Slaughterhouse album, I think. One yeah. One of those two, yeah. And Splash. I like Splash because of the <laughs> the double entendre. Entendre. Uh... He, you know, he was triple entendre with his stuff. Like, he was so ridiculous. Like, people talk about Jay-Z, and I'm like, Prince kills Jay-Z with the entendres. Like, kills him. <laughs> he might be he's definitely the most untondered artist I think writing um, writing wise yeah. he always meant something else than what he put down it wasn't just the straight ahead what it sounded like yeah and there was always yeah. like little stuff random I don't know how I want to say random but stuff that be just thrown in the songs and like uh, you know of course like uh, what's the song New position, you know, and I, I never caught this yeah. until way later. But you know, P U S S Y. I was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> He's so nasty. <laughs> and there's even um, on the time song. Is it, see, like I think, get it up. Which one, get it up or stick? Because stick really is or maybe it's stick. One of the two, and in, in Morris. I don't know if he's Morris or Prince, but he said, suck my dick. And I'm like, what are you doing? 
or like glass cutter. <laughs> yes, which is like, of course, you get cold, you know. Yeah, but I just, it did like, wait a minute. You know, he just straight up made a song about nipples, like hard nipples. <laughs> but he just the way he does it is just, I mean, they call him glass cutters. We all know that. But him writing a song about it and just being dope is just, I love him. I love him, love him, love him. Can somebody bring him back, please? I, know, right? <laughs> uh, I miss him so much. All right. I miss him. I'm glad. He was here, though, and he is making us have beautiful conversations about music. Yes. And yeah. that's what he wanted. That's all he ever wanted. And, and, and we're going to we, go ahead. There's something to talk about, too. I mean, hey, look, we were talking about this now, and, and maybe in the future we'll be talking about his more spiritual songs. So there's all these oh, for sure. political songs. There's so yeah. much material to cover. It's, got, it's so funny that you say that. I actually have a, um, there's a podcast coming out um, by my friend Allie Al that, where I curated all the songs on it. And oh, okay. it's about Prince and his spiritual. It nice. was supposed to be funny. He, we started working on it before he even died. And um, mm. it's all about the gospel of Prince. So, okay. Because it's crazy, it's crazy. He's the exact, it's the exact opposite of all this sex stuff. But then again, it isn't because I think sex is spiritual. And, and of course, that's how Prince mixed it, right? He, he made it all one. Um, well, with that, we're going to wrap this up. Um, I want to thank Fire and Tammy for indulging me and coming on here and we was having this great conversation uh, about the sexy side of Prince, about the lyrics. I invite you, listener. Leave your comments. Leave some of your favorite stuff in the comment section. Let us know what you think. What's your thoughts? Um, I got to mention, too, we got to start calling my man Dr. Prince now. Right. He got an honorary uh, honorary. I know. That is so dope. <laughs> I wish he was here for that. that is, <laughs> doctor. That's very dope. Yeah. I would have loved to see him in his little, uh, little gown, you know, little <laughs> That would have been that so little dope. hat. Yeah. <laughs> pork pie hat. It's some point of the time glasses. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. Or the, uh, the third eye glasses. <laughs> as as we always do, uh, Fire, where can people find you online? Um, you can find me on Twitter and I always pop off from there. Firefire100100. All right. Tammy, how can people find you I online? I am on Facebook under Alana Mika, and that's where you find me. That's where I'm. That's my dwelling. All right, and of course you and can. Thank you so much, Mike. Mike, I appreciate it because I mean, we we need this um, therapy to to heal and kind of get back into the spirit of of what this music was about. And um, of course, we're still not there, but. We're going to get there, and thank you. Because of you, we can all get through this together. So, thank hey, you I appreciate it. Yes, it's, thank you. Thank y'all you, giving me therapeutic. Yeah, y'all giving me helping me get through it too. So it's it's going both ways for sure. Um, you can find us at podcastjuice.net. You can also find us at uh, princepodcast.com. With that, we out of here. Work it like a job. Peace. <laughs>